Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're back in the book of Romans today. We're uh, in Romans chapter 11, starting at verse 26. And in this way, all Israel will be saved, for it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And in this, and this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So what is he saying here? Well, my study Bible says the deliverer coming from Zion probably refers to Christ. And this is uh, cross-referenced in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 10. It suggests the Jews will be saved um, near or at the second coming. So in other words, in all... Israel will be saved. So just starting a little bit ahead of this, it's this section is about the mystery of Israel's salvation. Lest you be wise, this is verse 25, in your own sight, I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. In other words, it seems Paul is talking that You've got the gospel message right now. Israel's heart is hardened to it. And in this way, it's allowing the Gentiles to believe it, to come in, to be grafted in, as we were talking about yesterday. And this is going to happen until the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So this is how Israel is going to be saved. Their hearts are partially hardened now. But at a future time, the Deliverer will come and and banish this ungodliness from them when He, when he saves them, when he, when he applies the covenant to them, the New Testament, the New Covenant. Um, verse 28, as regards for the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. In other words, they meaning the, the nation Israel. So in terms of the gospel, the, the nation Israel is the enemy of the gospel right now. 
But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of the forefathers. In other words, in terms of being elected, being chosen to be uh, to follow Christ, they're beloved for the sake of uh, the original promise went to the Jews. So in other words, the gospel message doesn't mean you hate the Jews. You love the Jews because the original um, promise was to them so that even the Gentiles, um, as they believe, now they appreciate God's promise even more because the original promise, although it went to the Jews, now they are able to receive that promise as well. Verse 29, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience. Okay, so you're you're receiving God's mercy because of the disobedience originally of the nation Israel. Because of their disobedience, God brings a Savior for the whole world to save them first and then to the Gentile. But majority of the Jews rejected Jesus, so now that gives an open window for the Gentiles to believe. So you're, the mercy you're receiving, you're getting that mercy originally because of the disobedience of the nation of Israel. Verse 31, so they too now have been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they may also receive mercy. Okay, so now they're disobedient, but they can receive mercy too. Verse 32, for God has consigned all to disobedience that he may have mercy on all. So, in other words, everybody has been disobedient. We all fall short of the glory of God. And just to stop here, everybody, you guys are listening. I fall short. You fall short. We all fall short. We are all such sinners. It makes no sense for us to try to compare one another's life it just makes no sense you think oh that other person is so much better than me makes no sense you're both terrible and you think oh i'm so much better than that other person makes no sense you're both terrible in god's eyes in both god in in god's eyes you both need mercy and it's not mercy based on your skin color, you know, dermatology, it's not based on your heredity, your family tree. It's based on your humanity. Everybody needs God's mercy. Doesn't matter who you are, where you came from. Verse 33, oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. So, what a high peak here of praise for God. We can't know His ways. We can't know the riches of His mercy and knowledge of God. His judgments are right. He knows every facet of how things are supposed to be. God's ways are always right. 
And then Paul asked this rhetorical question. He's quoting Isaiah chapter 40, verse 13. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has been given a gift to him that he might be repaid? In other words, there's nobody that can even give God wisdom. God knows us. He's chosen us to believe in him even though he knows how bad we are to be chosen. He knows how bad we are. We're bad through thick and thin down to our core. We're bad. We think we're good when we do some good stuff, but we're still bad to our core. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. From him, everything came from him. Through him, everything works through Christ. And to him, in the future, are all things. Everything comes from him. Everything goes to him. Everything goes through him. It all comes to Christ. So now we come to chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. This is so deep. I can't do it justice. After all this, he concludes it all with an appeal for us to do something. What do we do? We can't do anything. We don't deserve anything. It's all about Christ. From him, through him, and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. There's nothing we have. What do we do? We just present. The sacrifice of worship is our bodies, our life, the way we live. Holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual worship. We've been holy. We're holy because of Christ. We're acceptable to God because of Christ. We can be spiritual because of Christ, because of His Holy Spirit. I can't know the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God, His judgments and His ways. Everything comes from Him, through Him, and to Him. It's His glory. We can't live except by God's mercy. It's His amazing grace. We just live by His mercy and just present everything we think and say and do to Him as, as worship to Him. So, and I'll just, we're going to get into chapter 12 more tomorrow but I can't resist reading verse 2 do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect this present evil age still threatens those who belong to Christ so they must resist its pressure their lives are changed as their minds are made new by testing, you may discern. 
translates, which often has a sense of finding out the worth of something by putting it to use, testing it in actual practice. We can't be living in this world. We have to be transformed by this world. In our minds, being renewed, presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. So, we're going to stop here. Very, very powerful stuff. I hope and I pray that it moves your heart as it's moving mine. None of us are worthy. We all depend on His mercy. Thank you, Lord, for this word this day. So, as always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And as always, our prayers go up for sweet Emma and sweet Jean. God bless you all. We'll see you here next time tomorrow. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host, Matali. If she's able to record today, we'll include it in the podcast. God bless you all.